away. Everybody look away. Shit. Okay, there we oh. go. We're back. We're back in it. Hey, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Cool Down. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, 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 cool down. What happened? No, don't worry. Settle. <laughs> Luckily, Silo was looking away. Silo was looking away. Awesome. Fantastic. Well, so one man here knows how to follow instructions. Silo, Lolo, Kale, he's here today. Wonga Denga, the Dengasaurus. Earlier, guys, you missed out. Like, literally two minutes ago, the man looked like he was doing an interview for Carte Blanche. And then we've got Matty White, <laughs> uh, a.k.a. Matinho Mason. How are you gentlemen doing this evening? Well, good, well, good. good. Myself, I'm, 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 even, I'm, even, I'm even better that I saw one of the goals of the uh, season uh, contenders uh, in the goal that Cavani scored at the Stratford end. Uh, so, yeah, I'm buzzing right now. 1-0 to Man United. Uh, 36 minutes gone. Okay, that's very nice. I mean, are you telling me it's going to beat beat this man's goal? Is that what you're saying? Is it that good? Not 95th <laughs> yeah. minute. 95th that's, that's not a goal of the season. If it's that's just, not a goal it's, of the season. It's It's got... It's got kind of a certain appeal because it's a goalkeeper. But if any other player on the field did that, it would just be a headed goal. It's just a headed goal. It's just a headed goal. It's only a big deal because the man's wearing gloves. I've seen seen a better uh, uh, goal scored by a goalkeeper in South Africa. So a bicycle kick. But you know what? It's all about the timing. That was a a Puskas nominee. So I've seen a better goal. So that's like, hmm, okay, well done. He scored was it. Was a score in the 95th minute to keep his team in the in the in the Champions League race? It was a relegation threatened team, which was Barocca against Pirates, and was helping his team stay up. Yes. And that's a family club, don't forget, Claudie. It's a family club, yeah. <laughs> literally is. <laughs> well, all I'm gonna be doing this 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 whole episode is whenever you guys have something nasty to say, I'm just gonna do this. What well, this side. That's all I've got to do. Anyway, uh, gentlemen, <laughs> that's all I've got to say. Um, so, yeah, when, 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 yeah when, when you say something stupid, I'm just going to... Ah! Oh, at least. Oh, okay, that's a good tour. I was going to say, Fulham had just scored. That was going to be a very funny moment <laughs> to do that. <laughs> yeah, it would have been perfect timing. Perfect timing. Stupid. Look, there are only two things I cared about this weekend. And obviously, you, you know the first one over here. And then the second one being the Leicester screamer, Tillemans, winning the FA Cup with that, that bolter. And the best part of all of it was having fans in the stands. Fans in the stands. There's a reason why that rhymes. I'm just saying. Yeah. Look. Yeah. yeah, guys. <laughs> that I, was... I don't know about some of the stuff that Claudio says. But yeah, uh, I think <laughs> fans in the stands, apparently fans in the stands, it kind of rhymes. I don't know. Uh, he's, he's about to be a, a, hip-hop, a hip-hop artist. Uh, but that was a screamer. That was a screamer. What a shot. Um, it was so funny the fact that uh, Chelsea scored from a VAR goal, and you know they're celebrating a sliding Giroud and Chilwell are sliding. Ah! And it was like this guy. I, I don't know if you guys seen this video on on Twitter where there's those guys who are like in the stadium. Yeah. Like, ah! <laughs> and, then, and then like ten seconds later, it's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's just. It's, it was classic. I just loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I can just imagine that's how Musa was. Uh, I think that's why Musa's not on the show, by the way. It's because he lost the FA Cup final. Well, uh, no, it wasn't just the FA Cup final. It was it was losing to Wonga on the Thursday evening, Arsenal beating them. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah. oh, no, on the Wednesday, and then also losing the FA Cup final. Now, all yes. of a sudden, he's yep. missing it in action. Also, just yeah. shout out to Lelo. Uh, Lelo, thank you for making it, my man. Uh, I haven't spoken to you in a long time. I suppose this is a good place for what us up, to start Lilo? chatting. Yeah, Wonga Dinga. How's, how's, how's it, Lelo? 
He's a diehard Liverpool fan, guys. So I'm I'm enjoying it when uh, the guys in the comments are all Liverpool fans, and I'm happy. Yeah, my, but, my 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 fan base is watching the game, unfortunately. So I don't think they'll be on tonight. They'll probably watch a repeat. So so let's give them a good show to watch uh, back uh, after we beat Fulham. Look, <laughs> there's not going to be much for them to talk about because you should be beating Fulham. So I don't know about this game tonight. Well, it's the goal about... of the season also, contender. No, but hang on, goal of the season against <laughs> against Fulham. Season. Does that even count? Fighting for nothing. You see, these are the sort of metrics you need to that's, take into consideration the when there is a goal, the goal of the season. Does a goal Tournament, of the season count against West Brom? No, yeah, but, but, but let's, let's weigh them up. No, 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 but let's weigh them up, guys. Let's weigh them up. Liverpool fighting, for, Liverpool fighting top four. Goalkeeper goes all the way up. No one expects him to do anything. He scores. 90, 95th mental. Tillemans. Tillemans' goal. FA Cup. Wins the FA Cup. That is a goal. Those are the sort of conditions I'm talking about. But when we talk about goal of the season, it's not just our goal of the season. So we're saying if if Cavani, if Man United had laboured and were still drawing with a relegated side already in the 95th minute and then Cavani did that goal, but what it's goal of the season. No, no, no. No, no. What are Man United fighting for? If they were fighting for the league, then I would say Yes. Well, they but still they have to. They're not guaranteed nope. second yet, are they? Yeah, are we they? we need to get we need to get uh, we 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 yeah, were four points ahead of Leicester, so we need to get what uh, at least two points or what? Yeah, at least two points or whatever. One it is, more yeah. win, one more win, you guaranteed. Mm. One more win, and then yeah, and then exactly, you know what I mean. So that's exactly that. So yeah. this is us securing our second spot, you know. So it is meaningful. So let's let's just carry on and talk about Leicester. I mean, Chelsea. Maybe it's you not as meaningful. Saying. No, they win maybe this. It's not as meaningful. They win this, they secure it. Exactly. Yeah. So look here. So it's, so yeah, it's they win this one, they secure it. Yeah, it is meaningful. So it's, so it's yeah. meaningful. Meaningful. Yeah. Meaningful, but, but, but you guys get what I'm saying. Like, like, is all I'm second. saying, there have been other goals, but I'm saying if you've got to take the significance of this goal versus other ones, when we're taking, you know, and we're putting them next to each other and we're saying goal of the season, that's what I'm saying. These are things that need to be considered. That's all I'm saying. Uh, but Liverpool put themselves there, bro. <laughs> yeah, because they like they like keeping happens. us on the line there. All right, guys, but let's let's actually talk about the game. Did any of you watch the? Because no one's no one said anything about this Chelsea Leicester game. Everyone's like, no, oh, okay, I didn't, I, I didn't watch the game, but, but, look, but I, watched watch the game. I watched the okay, highlights. I watched the highlights, but uh, okay. yeah, go longer. Oh yeah, so in terms of the, the Chelsea Leicester game, they um, what I, for me that at the end of it, um, I, I felt I, I saw. You know, all the celebrations and you, and you saw, you know, we've been talking about owners and all this stuff. And I even saw Ian Wright mention it um, after the game as well, um, when the, the Leicester owner was there with the fans, you know, and then they yes. even dedicated the win to the, the late owner. You know, I think, yeah, I think yeah. a lot guys, of people guys did, did. Yeah, yeah they, they literally dedicated to him. And, you know, everyone was in that same sort of... Uh, um, you know, everyone had that same sort of sentiment towards the game and, and the win. And, and then, you know, you look back at Arsenal and you're wondering, Ish, would that have, you know, if we had won, you know, you don't see that. You know, I doubt you'd see the owner there. It's on his um, ranch in right, Texas. He gives zero shits about Arsenal. Yeah, yeah and Ian Wright was saying, Ian, Wright, oh, Ian Wright's words were, he's actually, he's actually very, very jealous um, that those guys could actually be sitting with the owner and celebrating uh, the manner that they did. 
And yeah, yeah, yeah kind of, I think you know, I think a couple, looking a couple at it, of years, kind of a couple up. of years back. You remember there was even a time where Roman Abramovich went to celebrate with his players. I think even yeah. him, you know, I mean, I think there is a connection between him and the players. Whereas I've never Polish seen the other good. other owners go and celebrate with the players. Um, it's just Abramovich and obviously like the Leicester owner. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't think the family club even they can do that as well. They pay to their family, but even hey, they can't do that. Hey, hey, you know can I, mean? I will say this about the family club? The 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 first lady of the family club. <laughs> is a diehard supporter of the mascot. If it wasn't for her, the mascot wouldn't be alive. So at least she'd be on the field next to the mascot. I don't know about the actual the, the, the president being on the field, but his wife will be on the field next to the mascot. So let's not say, we're talking about less than the owners again. I think Wonga brings up a valid, valid point. What, what, Matt? What? You take pride in the strangest things, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like Firmino, for example, you know, is a player who you have to... Like, look at the stuff he does off the ball. What a footballer. You know, but the man's the, the got the whitest teeth the in the game. <laughs> like, it's just... He's got the whitest <laughs> teeth in the game. Why you've got, you not You've got one up on Arsenal, I guess, because you guys didn't fire your mascot because the owner has a soft spot for your mascot. That's great. You know, yeah, better club, better club for it. I'm just going to put that out there. Better club uh, for it. Yeah, but, but, but okay, but let's reel it in a little bit. Wonga makes a valid point. Like, uh, mm. if you did watch the game and you saw the owner come onto the field set up and you could actually see the players crying with them, seeing yeah. them. And, you know, that was one of the things we were going, we've just gone through this whole thing. A lot of United want their owners out. Liverpool want their owners out. Everyone... Spurs had three guys protesting to get Daniel Levy out. <laughs> I mean, like, everyone wants their owners out. And then here you see yeah. the Leicester owner who actually, like, gives a shit Cheers. about the community in Leicester. And they yeah. have from day yeah. one. You know, yeah, and that's true. where you yeah. just go, geez, how do you find guys like this, you know? What we've seen over the last sort of month or so is a real difference between some of the, the you know, the top six, if, you know, the, the big six, whatever we're going to call them now, the six guys who went to the ESL. And some of the other clubs and, and the real that you look at how Everton reacted to the ESL as well. They also put out a really smart statement, really talking about the community roots and the importance of the, the fundamentals of, of traditional football. And that. And I think it, it, it really has highlighted the massive gap between the way our clubs are kind of run and, and how the ownership see football as a money making kind of vehicle compared to some of these other clubs who see football the way we do and that emotional release. And I mean, I think it, it, it's a fantastic story for Leicester. There's awesome stories all up and down the whole thing. I mean, um, Jamie Vardy turning up being the only player who's ever played in every round of the, of the FA Cup, and now he's won it. I mean, that's a fantastic story on its own, never mind yeah, all of the crazy, other stuff yeah. around what they've done. So they, they just had a really good story to tell on the day. It wasn't great football. I saw highlights. It doesn't look like either side really played up to that. But that often happens in cup finals because there's a lot of nerves mm. and all of that. But I think on balance, Leicester probably did deserve it. I think they... They, they, they showed a lot of quality yeah. there. And I think Chelsea, and also to the fact that Chelsea really didn't live up to what we've seen them be able to do in other games this season. And I think that, that was very telling and that makes a big difference. I think it'll be a warning sign for Chelsea if they're going to go in to the Champions League final with the same kind of mentality. Because, um, they're going to get punished. Because um, mm -hmm. City, on the other hand, have been winning. You know, they, they, they've shown they've got BMT. They've shown they'll perform in the same level of performance in every game. And Chelsea are going to struggle if they, if they, and they could potentially still end up having their entire season unraveled. There's a, I was reading the numbers today. It's very close between where that, that top four could end up. I mean, Spurs could finish as low as 10th this season, I think. And I think that's, or is it 14th, uh, for 10th or 7th or something? But it's, there's still a lot. Spurs could drop really low down. Um, and that same, Chelsea could drop right out of the top four quite easily. So there's still yeah, a lot yeah, to play true. for. And getting that BMT right for these last, for them, three games is going to be huge. They've got a lot to, to, to still play for. Yeah, I mean, it did feel like Chelsea 
were that child, like there were the kids at school who had a lot of homework and they're just focused on too many tests right now and they didn't know which one to actually focus and study on because they, they looked at the Arsenal games and they were going to focus on the weekend and then they didn't manage to come yeah. together on the weekend and now they're thinking about top four and now all of a sudden top four is becoming an mm, issue. Too much. Tonight's game and then there's the champion and now they, you know, there is that risk of them dropping all the balls, which I mean, I, I'm not going to complain if that does happen, obviously. But the, the question with the guys to Leicester going, yeah, we know now, talking about family clubs, yeah, they're the family club. Okay, They're being run pretty well. They've just built this brand new facility from a training perspective. The manager has full reign as to whatever he wants to do. And you can see that, the relationship he has with the owner. I mean, that's, it's, it's visible. There's nothing subvert about any of it. So we're we going, you mentioned the top six, Matt. Um, obviously, Spurs, we're going to talk about the possibility of Kane leaving the club and where that leaves yeah. them. But Leicester City, in terms of breaking this top six mold in terms of the next couple of years, or at least next season, they're doing it now. Is that a real possibility, especially with Rodgers at the helm? Oh, hugely. I think even without Rodgers, I think they've built a system there. They've got the fundamentals in place. They've got an incredible squad. They've got the amazing facilities, like you said. I think what they've done is set themselves up really nicely. And I think the challenge they're going to have, and it's much like a couple of other clubs you've seen over the past years, and Spurs are probably one of them. Spurs had an opportunity, sort of 16-17 season, Mm. They had a fantastic squad, really good mm. energy, and they missed their window. There was a lack of investment that followed that between the move from the old White Hot Lane to the new Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. And they kind of fell off it. And now and now we're, we're suffering. Spurs are in a really bad position where quite conceivably it's easy to debate, are they going to be top six next season? Never mind, mm. should they be targeting more? Um, and Leicester are in that position now where they've really got to say, we're going to make a go of this. We're going to get back to where we were. And this is a squad with quality. It's a manager who knows what he's doing. And they've also got the goodwill of the fan base behind them. I think when they get fans back in the stadium, mm. if, it is, if it is full stadiums again next season, they're going to be buzzing and ready to go. So I think mm. they're there's be every chance. Yeah, I reckon if they can pull it off, if they can avoid kind of, I think if they do drop out of the top four, I think that'd be a big psychological blow for them. I think it'll, it, and, and we've seen how those things carry on into the start of the next season. Um, but I think if they can hold on and, and FA Cup and a top four finish, I think they're going to come come in strong next season and they could be a real contender. Yeah, I reckon, I, reckon, I, reckon, I, reckon that, yeah. I reckon that last game of the season against against Spurs where, where they'll be playing at the King Power, um, you know, obviously it's tomorrow yeah. is, a, is, a, is a, what's not tonight's at Stamford Bridge, uh, but the, the, the game, um, the last game of the season is at the King Power. That game, the fans are going to be in there. The 10,000 fans are going to be making a noise. They'll probably even... Yeah. You know, we even come out of the with a with a trophy to say, "Hey, guys, those who didn't make it to Wembley, whatever, whatever," and mm. they'll make sure that they don't lose that game. If if mm. if if the scenario is they just need a point, they will make sure that they get the point. Because if you remember last season when they had to play Man United the last game of the season, there were no fans in the stadium. You know, and Man United beat them to 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 make to secure the top four, and then they 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 yeah. got out of top four. You know, so I think that. That you know that, that that feeling of winning the FA Cup and having fans back uh, for last game of the season that 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 top four is going to be on the line. But wait uh, a minute, that, that, so look, we, you're talking about the last game, but there's the game tonight, the Chelsea Leicester game. Like that's but, a huge one. But, yeah, that's that's the big but, one. And but, I know, I know listen, you're talking listen, about. Cardio, into... Cardio, listen, if Leicester lose, if the Leicester lose tonight, right? And they win the last game of the season. They're in top four. They don't care what you know. They 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 should be in top four. I think their goal difference is better than yours. I think. Um, if correct me if I'm wrong. Rather, if 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 maybe I'm wrong. Well, it's it's 21-21. Okay, so then it'll be a, then it'll be a goal difference situation. But I think in that in that instance, the the you know the it will be in their hands. 
You know what I mean? The top four will be in their hands. It won't be but, that you have to But they're to not going to go for... out tonight trying to lose. And I think that's... Uh, nah, might as well. I, I know you're not saying that. I know you're not hey, saying that. But what I'm saying is instead of focusing on the last game, missing, I'm not missing the points. I get what you're saying. But what I'm saying... I'm not missing the points. What I'm saying is... I'm not missing the points. It's affecting you. That's why you're missing my points. It's point. not affecting me and I'm not missing the points. All I'm saying is you're talking about the last game. But if they can walk away from something here, so we should actually be analyzing this game and saying, okay... Well, what's going to happen oh, here? I was we adding the whole fan situation compared to last season. It will add. And I agree. And I agree. I think that's a valid battle. point. Whereas last For season, the next game. they lost to Man United in the last game at the King Power. And there were no fans. But this time, there will be fans at least in a, in a, match, that, in a match that's, that might be yeah. top four at stake. Yes, they might secure it tonight né, by winning. They might secure it by winning tonight because that would mean that uh, Chelsea won't be able to catch them. Right, that that that, right. that 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 that's what a win tonight means for them. Is that Chelsea mm-hmm. won't be able to catch them and then secure it for them, and then the last match, then they don't have to worry. Yes, I get that, Claudio. I was just saying different scenario. Yeah, and I think I, I think it's, yeah, yeah. You guys right? are agreeing really aggressively, basically. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Arjun, 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 man, how's it, man? Al Matador, man, Al Matador. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the Matadors <laughs> use bow and arrows. I didn't. I mean, hey. I haven't watched a lot of bullfighting, but, but I thought that Matador. was a different kind of sport. Then Matador does it, bro. He pulls it out. He pulls it out and it goes. That's a bit unfair on the bull, oh, you know? <laughs> Bulls there, like, no, that's not how Lelo doesn't play. agree with you, Selo. I'm just saying, Lelo, Selo, there's no agreement. Again, I think like he was talking about the stands. goal difference, but. You know, oh, it's... yeah, well, well, I'm just using it to my <laughs> yes. right, yeah, so you your you... words, the super argument. Yeah. <laughs> Arjun, welcome uh, back, man. Great. We appreciate having you here yet again. Matt, you were saying something though, you're talking about this game, we're tonight's game. I think the last game, I mean, I agree with Cello that the last game, and I think the fact that it's against Spurs does worry me because I think Leicester are just on a high and they get back and they'll have their fans, they get to show off that trophy. It's going to be, it is going to be a tough one, and if Spurs are still dependent upon getting points out of that game to secure anything it's going to be a tough one but tonight I think is actually probably more important for Chelsea I think Chelsea they have to show they can get back to business they've had now two bad results in a row um, and you know arguments aside about conditions cup finals all of that stuff whatever they've got to show that they can do the job they've got to get out there they've got to, this is their last home game I think they've got to make it count they need to beat Leicester and kind of prove their top four credentials and this kind of yeah. make or break the how we're going to define Tuchel's first season with with Chelsea, they lose this game. They drop out of top four potentially. Um, that's going to give it a certain flavour. His first full season in England played in the Europa League is going to be a tough one to take. So I think they've got to get it right tonight from a Chelsea perspective. And Leicester have that freedom. They can afford to potentially not win tonight and still come back and and win their next one against us and then secure their top four. So I don't yeah. think they'll play to lose, but they're going to be playing with a little bit more mental freedom because they're not going to be under the same pressure as Chelsea to get a result. And I think this is a, 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 probably the most important game of, of, of tonight. It will be the, the Chelsea-Leicester one in terms of what it means. And, and in that sense, it's, I wouldn't want to be... And maybe that's why Moose in here. You know, I don't know if I'd want to have to chat about that tonight if I was him. I think it's probably been rough. Plus, last time we saw him, he's basically been hovering off of his chair 
with excitement yeah. about everything that Chelsea does. So when he finally comes back, <laughs> going to end up not winning the FA Cup and dropping out of the top four. He's going to have a face like a smack bar. And, and, no, and no, no, no Champions League either. He's, I don't think he's going to get the... I think they're going to walk away with nothing. I actually think there's a huge risk. There's a huge risk there. Wonga, you, you laughing because you had some things to say. You might as well say it now. You've been waiting. He's not here. He can always, he can always send him the club afterwards. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, 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 it's great um, because like, like Matt was saying, you know, he was on a high, um, my, my nice uh, London rival there. Um, yeah, always every week tuning me. Yeah, and, and deservedly so. Uh, they had the bragging rights. But how nice it would be <laughs> to, sit here, to watch them fumble every single thing. Because literally, if, yeah, they, if they, the only thing they'll have is, if, if they fumble everything, the only thing they'll have is, yeah, they, they probably won't miss Nothing. Europe. No, they won't miss Europe. But I doubt they will do that. I doubt they'll miss Europe. But um, if that happens, then they'll be, I mean, we'll be in the same boat. And uh, <laughs> I just missed <laughs> that think, high. That's all. I think what's, what's for me, what's, what's kind of interesting. Remember, we checked the other day. It hasn't, there hasn't been, since 1994, there hasn't been, since there was last, not a London side in the top four. Top four, okay. So yeah. that'll be a, another record broken for the season if it does happen. Um, yeah, Arjun, come on, man, leave the guy alone. <laughs> but give him something. <laughs> give him something to hang on there, Arjun. Man. At, least they beat, at least they beat Chelsea, man. You, you just give him this knocking man down. What is down? Con- hey, Conference yeah. League. Hey. But I think, <laughs> where, where, what space, is it eighth or seventh that goes to the conference? Seventh. So Spurs will be lucky to sorry. get the conference. No, it, it'll, be, it'll, be, it'll, be, it'll be eighth because, isn't it that the... Uh, FA Cup winners supposed to take the, the 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 other spot, but because Leicester will qualify, then seventh goes to Europe, and then okay. I think yeah. So I think I think it might be it could be Arsenal, Everton, Villa, Tottenham. Yeah. But yeah. don't you guys? Would you guys finish seventh? I think. Well, we've got to beat Villa and not lose to Leicester. I think to be guaranteed Ooh. that. So Ooh. I don't know. I think Spurs could still, they, Arsenal could still finish above us, as horrible as it sounds. Um, I mean, it's unlikely because Arsenal have to then, you know, score goals win. and win games and stuff. But yeah. <laughs> it's not impossible. Yeah. So <laughs> just, things have happened. Tense, just just to wrap up here, what are we thinking is going to happen here tonight? If we're going to lean between or towards this side, which blue side are we going to say is going to take this one? Because this oh, is I'm, this is defining I'm trying, pretty I'm much. I'm with the London side tonight. I think they, Chelsea. They're they've made some whatever. changes to the lineup. It's from what I can see. Yep. Yeah. I, I think from it's going to be a draw. I think I think Leicester are going to be playing with a lot of freedom. I think Chelsea are going to be really tense. So I think it's going to be sort of a one-one, two-two, um, unless maybe a keeper goes up and does a bicycle kick in the ninety-fifth minute just to show off a bit, maybe. <laughs> oh, wouldn't this? It's been a crazy year of football. We wouldn't count that out or rule that out yeah. just yet. Bunga. Yeah, I, th- I think. Um... I also agree, Sil. I think uh, Chelsea probably will be the team up top, but I think with I mean the two losses they've had in a row, I know in a row now, <laughs> they would um, yeah. I think the, the confidence would be there's probably something that's a bit unsettling there, um, yeah. and so they they probably need to get rid of that. But Leicester are probably the team on the high, um, but also the win is, is as important to them. So yeah, so they're not going to uh, be backing down. It won't will be Leicester will Leicester have that? The effect of the hangover from uh, the the victory on Saturday. Yeah, I think they could. They could. Yeah, they they could. They could have a, a bit of a hangover, I guess. 
but um, I think you know Chelsea have a lot to play for today. Um, I'm not saying they didn't have much to play for on the weekend, but they've got a lot to play for today. Uh, you can't you can't be taking you can't be taking too many chances in this league. You need to you need to make sure that you secure your spot in the league uh, and do it. Um, you know you. You know, yeah. any team can beat anyone on, on its day. So you can't say that um, Spurs are going to beat Leicester. You know, you need to you need to beat Leicester yourself before your last game of the season. So I think, yeah, I think Chelsea will have more to play for. Um, yeah, it's going to be exciting into the into the season with with the top four. Mm. More talk about the top four. Brighton won, West Ham won, guys. I mean, this is surely tickets now for West Ham. There's no surely. Back surely the first thing we got to talk about is that pass from Percy Tau. Wow, what a pass! Oof, I had the needle pass. Yeah. <laughs> clean, 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 clean. Yes. What a pass! Finally got some minutes. Uh, but yeah, I think yeah, as you said, West Ham's top four hopes are done. Like they just have to hope for oh. Europa now. Well, the top four is such a mess at the moment. Mathematically, West Ham could also drop down as low as 10th. They could end up missing out on Europe yes. altogether. Yo. It is so tight. Like, it really is it's crazy. Ridiculous. And and there's a lot of sides going for it. There's a lot of sides who are going to finish this season hugely disappointed. Spurs are one of them. You know, you look at what Spurs were doing earlier in the season. Yeah, Whatever right, happens yeah. now, they're going to have a disappointing end. West Ham as well. If you'd offered them this at the beginning of the season to be fighting for Europa League right at the end, they would have you know, bit in your hand off. But now that they're here, I'd feel disappointed. We were right there. They were right there. They were so close. And then... But at least, at least, at least they've got West Brom and Southampton for their last two games. I'm not saying it's easy games, but I'm saying at least it's... You'd expect them to do the job. They can challenge. They can challenge. You know what I mean? They can, they can actually win the game, you know, or or try and win the game, you know, at least at six points. Mm. If six points for them gets them to 65 points, uh, which currently would be fourth, but that 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 would mean all the teams above them lose their remaining two games, and that's no that's no given in this in this league. Nah, not at the moment. So I think um, West Ham must be hugely disappointed. But in that, in a yeah. way, it's also a credit to them that we're now saying they must be disappointed with where they're at. If you, none of us would have picked them to be at this stage at this yeah. at this late in the season. So they've had a fantastic season, and I do think they've got a squad they could build on it. I think they've got some real talent in there. I don't know if they're going to hold on to Lingard. Um, I think he's shown himself to be to be worth a lot. I think Man United will. You think Mourinho will take him to to Roma? Because he's no, thinking he's trying to sign all his old players back. He's trying to take them all back to Roma. <laughs> why not? What I, I, yeah, I, man, I think it'd be good for Lingard to leave United permanently. I think he's shown that he's got the talent yeah. to perform. I don't think United is going to get... There's, there's a whole... We've chatted about it before, the whole psychological thing when you come up through a club and you're playing for your boyhood club. It's a lot harder to, to step out of a certain mould. I think he deserves a, another crack at it. Whether it's in the Premier League or out, I think he should go for it. and, and you know, Because he, he's such a talent. He should be doing more than he is. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's true. Yeah, that's I agree. True. I definitely agree. He should, he should definitely be sold. I think Man United in the past sometimes they've hold, held on to players longer than what, what they should have um, and should have signed and sold them at certain parts and I think in this instance we need to learn from the past and sell Lingard now. For a good £25 million pounds, uh, we can mm. definitely get that um, and that will obviously add to our, our transfer spend for the season which, which which we do need those funds because our, our owners don't really take out much money so we need those that 25 Especially million. when they want to sign Harry Kane and we're going to need as many funds as they have with Daniel Levy there. Yeah, uh, yeah. Graham Potter, guys. Graham Potter, mm. is he staying at Brighton? I know that no, they've Spurs. said they said, Spurs. yeah. Spurs will, will Spurs yeah. take him? I mean, if, if, you, heard, if but would you want to leave? Would you want to leave? That's the other thing. Like and go to Spurs. Mm. I mean, we've seen what Spurs have done to their last two managers. Uh, I don't know. Would you really want to take Look, that chance? I think I think it's hard. I mean, it's 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 you know, obviously, I'm not I'm I'm not an objective observer at all. 
But as a manager, you know, when you you look at what happened to someone like Eddie Howe, where for so long he was talk, being talked about for the big jobs, he didn't end up taking one or he didn't get offered one at the right time. Then Bournemouth went down and no one's talking about him again. He's kind of missed his opportunity. Someone like yeah. Potter's in that situation where he's being talked about for, yeah, Spurs are on a downward kind of downward slope at the moment. They've had some bad results. There's a lot of stuff going off behind the scenes. That, but for someone like him, this may be his opportunity to make the step up. And if he doesn't take it, he'll, he may not get another one. The flip side is you take it at the wrong time and it goes wrong. Someone like Moyes, it took Moyes so long to build his name back up after the United job. So it's also, yeah. it, it is a difficult one for managers. It's not a career path I would I envy in terms of the risk and all of, the, all of that, although the reward is pretty great. I wouldn't mind getting fired for 30 million pounds. Um, so, you know, I think he should go for it. I think it from what I've read, he looks imagine like though, a Imagine, Matt, imagine getting fired for 30 million pounds and then getting a job the next week while he's still getting paid out 30 million pounds. I mean, well, and if he gets yeah. fired at the next place, you get paid out again. Only if you're meeting you, though. I don't know yeah. how he, he manages that, but that's incredible. Anyway. You're yeah, saying. exactly. And I think, I think in that sense, based on what he's done at, at Brighton, I think Potter would be a good fit for Spurs. Um, considering where we are and what we're going to have to do, especially if we lose Kane, we're going to be in a rebuild phase. He's shown he's got the ability to do that with Brighton. Like the, the work he's done yeah. in terms of bringing through the younger players, building a system. They're a well-drilled side. They do the, the basics right. And I think that's the kind of thing we could use at Spurs. That said, I don't know if it's a move he would want to make, you know, as much as I've said this. Yeah, it's so it really is up in the air, and I don't think it's an easy job to try to find a a manager for Spurs at the moment. It's not, and and you know, you guys have heard me say, just give it to Mason for a year. Let's see what happens. <laughs> it's just, All right, guys. Uh, Arjun's asking us a question. Yeah, mm. everyone choose one signing for your respective team this summer. He's saying Sancho to Man United. Out of all the players, that's who he's going with. So let's hear it, Bonga Denga. Arjun's also asking you, Bonga. If Jack Graylish is going to Arsenal, he's one of those guys. Because apparently that's, that's 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 what Arsenal fans are saying now. Yeah, like all the signings at Arsenal, I see for Arsenal, I, I don't know how we're going to sign these people, especially that if we don't have uh, we don't have Europe. I mean, why would Grealish? That's why would Grealish leave Aston Villa? I mean, we're literally in the same position with the same the same team. I I, I can't understand it. Why why would you want to leave uh, Aston Villa for for Arsenal? Now, someone I mean, like him, got, and we. We've got problems. We've got huge problems. It's, it's more than just the way we play, <laughs> you know. So I, I don't know if you would be advised to do such a thing. Um, and and sound like Kamavink, come on. Uh, I think I think those guys are saying these things. I mean, some of the stuff crazy, but I, I can't remember many of them, but they they kind of they they kind of hopeful. I don't even. So think who, are who are you going to sign? Who are you? I don't know. I don't know. I can't even lie to you. I don't know. Um, I don't. I think the the thing they're going to do. The best thing I think for Arsenal now is just to build on what they have. If they're going to be signing people, maybe they're trying to, maybe they're getting they're getting youngsters um, or looking looking in the ranks that they have already. But I don't see them signing any any big names or people that are going to be. Also, uh, how do you so, sign saw, a big name and expect Arteta to deal with a big name? He hasn't earned that right. No one's going to want to go to Arsenal for Arteta. They're going to want to go to Arsenal for London and a cushy lifestyle and finish mid-table and get paid decent wages and have their wives buy and shop in on Oxford Street. Is that the right street? I think that's the right one. Hey, Matt. I, saw, yeah, that's the right one. I mean, these I days you've got to do it online anyway, but you know. Although, yeah, Arjun's saying Batsuma. I mean, this is a player, and I'm going to step in here, Arjun, because this is a player being linked with Liverpool as well. And if you've got to choose between the two, who do you think is going to go to? But I think one exactly. definite player coming into Liverpool is going to be Kunate from RB Leipzig. That's going to be the centre-back because Liverpool aren't going to renew 
or take up the option to buy Ozan Kabak. That's one thing I know for certain. So okay. that's who they're going to be bringing in. That's obviously from the Liverpool camp. Um, Silo, from the United camp, I know you're watching a lot of games there, but uh, what do you think is happening? <laughs> obviously, Arjun's saying, uh, Sancho, we know Kane's being thrown out there. We're going to talk about where Kane lands up later. Yeah, um, I but think, right now... I think, I think, I think definitely... Uh... Uh, that 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 essential one I think is the one that I think I'd also go for because all the other stuff is up in the air. Um, the centre back talk is is up in the air. There's talk about Varane. There's talk about uh, uh, what's this guy's name? Um, Kunde. Uh, so it's just a lot of talk. Um, but but um, there's also talk about Trippier to 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 come in at right back as well. But but I think but I think definitely I'll, I'll say. Uh, Central would be with the would be the one I think that will get over the line, um, especially because he wants to come back to the to England, um, and we've already, you know, we've already got personal terms agreed from last season. So we just need to revive that uh, and pay the the ninety million euros that uh, that Dortmund want. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know if that's going to happen. I mean, why 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 not? I just don't know. I think. Um... Yeah, I, like if I'm weighing, uh, we, okay, we're going to talk about it later. I'm not going to talk about that stuff right yeah, now. We won't sign Harry Kane. Uh, Daniel Levy wants 150 million pounds. We won't sign him. But he is what you guys need to compete with City. You know but, what I mean? Like to, to push but, them to the next level, mm-hmm. to make it toe-to-toe. But, if Man United but, signed a Harry Kane, I think that helps them. That pushes them into the next echelon. But 150 million pounds. Don't see it happening. Yeah. JP Morgan, guys, debt financing. This is this is this is what this is the bread and butter of the Glazers. Well, I mean, you you say that. Uh, I I heard, I saw today um, talk that Salah could be off his, off his, on his way to PSG. Well, why don't you guys that, finance yeah. 150 million move for for Harry Kane to Liverpool? Because mm, you guys you know, don't have a striker as well. Wings. A big move has been in the wing, like they. And been... he's a family man. You're a family club. Exactly. I mean, you know. You know. Works out nicely, you know what I mean? You know, he's an English boy, you know. Yeah, no, I'm just thinking about that. Any, anyway, we, we're getting sidetracked here. We need to talk no, about... We might, we, might, we might as well speak about it. Why not? No, because we, we've got other things we need to cover. For example, okay, the Spurs-Wolves okay. game. I mean, we've got the, mm. the Mount. You know, the Mount... Mm. What am I saying? I'm thinking Mason. Oh, <laughs> what am I saying? It's just Mason. It's Mason. <laughs> You've got Mason. You've got Mason, yeah. He's, yeah. he's got a win, yeah. You know, like when you're looking at the starting lineup here against Wolves, it's kind of the starting lineup most people put together if you're playing FIFA. You know what I mean? Like if you're looking, you've got I don't like the fact that he doesn't use Ndombele anymore, man. I'm very concerned, eh? I think I think just that he's been changing the system a little bit. I mean, you even saw Hoybier was, was playing far more advanced than he has in the past. Um, all through Mourinho's era, Hoybier was very defensive, very screen-like. And now he's doing a job that's similar to what Ndombele used to do for us. So I think there's a sense that they don't necessarily need both those players at the same time. I still like Ndombele. I like the energy he brings to us, I think. Sexy, and, man. I, I, but at the same time, I think the, the way we were set up at Wolves was... I mean, there was the first half an hour was a bit worrying. I thought we were a little bit maybe nervous or something. I think the Leeds game kind of shook us a bit. Um that said, over the course of the game, they grew into it. Both Dyer and Alderweireld had good games, which they didn't at Leeds. Um, and I think that, that made a big difference in terms of the, the, the end result. Um, did Fulham just score, Celo? Yeah, Celo, what's oh, going on? Either that or no, it's got a migraine. No, Bruno just almost scored an amazing free kick. I can't almost. believe it. I thought it was in. You can't I do that for in, that. We, no, need, we, we need, need to score. Score. Oh. I thought it was in, guys. 
We need a body language rule here. This is false advertising. Gold I love nothing about it. false advertising yet. That's yeah, yeah. Like, I thought it was in. I thought it was in. I thought it was top bids. I thought it was top uh, bids. Arjun is watching, I, I, watching my I, I, city I, I, game. I, I, I was about to say top bids. Hey, uh, yeah, yeah. So, as I was saying, it was a good result. It was a good result for Spurs. It was a it was a solid performance. It was good to see us playing on the front foot, um, and they grew into it. And and I think over the course of the game, that it didn't feel like Wolves. Look, also, it's got to be said, this was a very, and it, Wolves have been this way for the whole season. This was a substandard Wolves. They haven't had a great season, and um, they've. They've kind of they've shown they they've missed Jimenez a big a big time this season and and um, what's his name yeah. that dude was playing up front for them Fabio Silva he's he's not a like for like replacement still very young yeah. very raw young, his yeah. movement wasn't great his composure in front of goal wasn't great because there was a few opportunities where someone more experienced of him might have been able to trouble us um, and I think there's a there's a a kind of something to be said that something that's for Spurs to learn is is there is still moments where we're giving people space behind that we don't need to. And I still miss that. When we had Vertong and Alderweireld in their prime, there was never space in our box. No one ever got space like that to just make room for themselves and put a shot away. And I think that's something to worry about going forward. I still would like to see Mason find a way for Ndombele and Hoybier to play next to each other because that's a really I really like that midfield pairing. But I understand what he's doing as well because he's pushing Hoybier forward. I mean, that's the first time Hoybier scored and assisted in a Premier League game or in a, in, in any game for Spurs. Um, wow. So he, he had a fantastic performance. He was... And it was nice because under since Mourinho left, Mojobie hasn't really put in a solid performance. He's been a bit kind of not unsure of his role. Um, yeah. And against Wolves, he was he was really good. He was moving the ball really nicely. He's getting into good positions. He's kind of his passing range is, has always been phenomenal, but it's becoming more offensive. His his passes used to be very kind of square, and he's moving them forward, and that that freed up a lot of space for Ali and Bale in particular to kind of do some things down the wings. And you saw some really clever moves that they were doing and and. I think that it shows there's a lot of potential there. Um, that said, it's all going to be meaningless if we lose Kane because we have to completely rethink the way we do things. Kane doesn't just well, score goals. Only, Spurs only he's staying everywhere. at the club now, right? He's staying. It's it's one of those situations where the player would look like he's on his way out of the club. He's probably going to be the big player for you guys next season, given what happens. It would be fantastic. It would be an awesome story to see us come, come out next season having lost Kane and build our side around Ali because he's such a phenomenal talent and he really can do everything. I think it was two or three nutmegs he pulled off against Wolves at the weekend. And it was just fantastic to see him playing with that freedom. Um, and it would be awesome to then build a side around him and, and maybe bring in... We'll have to bring in players to replace Kane. I mean, Kane does so much for us. It's not just the goals. That's Obviously, that's the thing, the headline-grabbing part. But how often do you see Kane sort of just in front of our penalty box picking up the ball and spraying a pass that Should opens be, up yeah. half the pitch for us? He's, he's so influential. We're going to miss... A lot more than just the goals when we if we do lose Kane, um, and I think we might hold on to him for another season because he's signed up for such a long term contract, and because Levy's not going to budge on his price, we might still keep him for a season. Um, and I think Kane is a professional enough that he'll still give one hundred and ten percent in every game because that's the kind of player he is. Um, but we are going to eventually lose him, and when we do, it's going to be a massive task to replace him. That said, if someone comes in with one hundred and fifty. Levy's, you know, he's a businessman. He's going to take it. If, if, mm. Whether it's United or City or PSG, if someone offers 150 million, he'll take it. And then he'll do what he did when we sold Bale, which is buy eight players you've never heard of. Two or three of them will work out and the rest will kind of just shuffle off into the You've got to use the money wisely because you saw Bale left, they bought Lamela, Bale comes back, <laughs> Lamela's on the bench. Imagine. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. there. But apparently, apparently, Mourinho wants to take him to Roma. Another one, another one that he wants to take back and re- oh, Lamilla. Re- like regroup. Yeah, Lamilla apparently is being linked to Roma. Interesting. He's What's trying the to get the old the old gang back together the there. Band back together. But, but that's that's the thing is that a lot of these English players that um, not English players, but a lot of these players in the Premier League um, that you know, have done okay-ish, some of them, and some of them are coming maybe to the end of their time with their clubs. They are doing well in the, in, 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 uh, in, in Serie A. You know, you look at Ashley Young, um, you know, you look at um, Ericsson, yeah. uh, Lukaku is still, is still at his peak of his powers. Um, Damien, you know, Damien is, is also still playing there, you know what I mean? And there's, and there's Chris Morling. So there's a couple of players that are mm. going to, to, to Serie A to, you know, to revive their careers. So I can definitely see, and apparently Ashley Young is going to come back to the Premier League and go to his boyhood club, uh, Watford, uh, apparently. So, so, so that, that that's some uh, romance for, for 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 us to look into next season. Uh, yeah, but I think, yeah, the age there, Stello. Wonga didn't know that was his boyhood club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, you know what? He should know because this is Mike Ashley's brother, or Ashley Young's brother, Mike Ashley. I'm getting so confused with all the names today. Ashley Young. I'm saying Mason Mount. You know what? There's too many names that are similar here. This is a problem. <laughs> must we get you? Are you getting a bit old? We must get you one of those files with the pictures and the names on. Please, so you, you know, know the little <laughs> label tags, the name tags. You know, so I can make highlights, get my glasses on there. You know? I have a personal okay. assistant whispering the names oh, in your ear. Goodness, yeah, Ashley. Uh, but um, but it'd be interesting to find out where. I don't know if I, I mean I read about the camp situation, but I don't know where. Do you know, Matt? Where is? I know he said he doesn't want to be at the club. Then does he have a preference where he'd like to be? Like all I've read, club. the only thing, and, and at this stage, he hasn't released an official statement. So it's all, you know, secondhand. But apparently he has said yeah. he wants to stay in the Premier League, which makes sense. I think a player oh, like him is going to want to win the Premier League and stuff. Not um, even just Premier so, League. I think it's all for stats. Like he wants to be, I'm telling you, in the, his mind, he wants to be the greatest scorer. of all time. Yeah. yeah. So And that makes sense. And he's he's got the talent. He's got the ability. So And sure. and which, on the one hand, kind of, you know, it's it's... You know, it, it, it breaks a Spurs fan's heart, and and but it's happened to us before. So, um, you know, not maybe not on as big a scale as losing Kane, but we've you think about in the past, Berbatov went to United, Sheringham went to United, Eric. and these Carrick mm. went to United. A lot of guys go to United back when you guys still used to spend money. More recently, obviously, Bale went to Real Madrid, Modric went to Real Madrid. We we lose players, um, who are and at the time it always feels like how are we ever going to overcome this, um, and and mm. something the team evolves and and we change. It takes a bit of time. Kane is going to be a much bigger loss than 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 any of those, I think. But yeah, that true. said, it, 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 I think it would be hard for most Spurs fans to hold it against him. It's not going to be like other times where where guys have left and it's felt a bit like oh, you didn't need to do that. I think this time around, a lot of us, because he even said when he signed his new contract, he said, "Oh, if, if I'm still at Spurs in in three years and we haven't won anything, then it'll feel a bit rough." And at the time, we were like, "That'll never happen." You know, true. we're going to win true. everything. And, and then, obviously, we started a slow spiral descent into this chaos. So it it would be. I think we we all kind of knew that sooner or later this was going to happen. Um. Like I said, I still think it's a possibility that we'll hold on to him for one more season just because I think Levy's going to drive a hard bargain. I don't know how many clubs are prepared to spend yep. that kind of money at the moment. Um, but then after that, then the, the, the power shift will move more in Kane's favour because he's going to be getting closer to the end of his contract. So it'll True. be, I think, um, I, we'll have to see I, I, how it also, goes. I also think it could be a situation where he stays another season. Um, a lot of people have compared mm. it to the 
to the to the when Ronaldo left uh, situation at United, where Sir Alex Ferguson convinced him to stay one more season, and he said, "I promise you, you can leave next season." And what happened the next season? He allowed him to leave. So I think mm. people are, are speculating that 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 could happen, especially because of the one fifty million that that is, that has been thrown around. Obviously, we don't know that's the real figure. Man City don't spend that kind of money. Man City spends sixty million. That's what Man City does. Man City, all their players that they've bought have all cost 60 million. You know, Sterling, Diaz, Stones, all these guys cost 52, 55, 60. You know what I mean? Diaz, yeah. You know, all these guys, none of these Man City players are above 60 million. And that's how they, that's how they've, they've almost done their transfer business. They signed three players, 60, 60, 60, and then under 200, you know, type of, type of spend instead of 150 on one player. So I think, I think yeah. definitely um, that, that, that said, could be a scenario. That said, this is a slightly different situation for City because in the past, they've always had, they've needed more. They've needed True. a couple of different players. If True. you look at what they've got now, they've got a pretty perfect system, but they're losing Aguero. And Kane as a replacement for Aguero would be huge. So they 100%. may also take the punt on it simply because of what that could mean for them. Um, but I do I agree with what you're saying. They tend to have a couple of big signings for 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 those kind of fifty to sixty sums. So it really yeah, just true. depends. This would break the mold. Look, let's be honest. This would break the mold for any club in the Premier League. No one's spent that kind of money on a single player. So if any of the Premier League clubs come in with that kind of offer, it'll be you know record breaking and and, and game changing for for all involved. And I do wonder. I think it's going to the sooner it gets sorted out. I know Kane has said he uh, yeah. I just see it's been he wants it sorted out before the Euros. I think Spurs need to do that because in the past, Spurs have had this habit of leaving it really late. You know, they, they leave you bargains right until the last minute and then we've got no time to bring in replacements and bed them down. And then it's absolute bedlam and chaos trying to sort things out. And I think if we are going to do this, if this is going to happen, I prefer that it gets done fairly early and then allow yeah. players time to settle and, and uh, whoever the new manager is. Because if you think about it, we're going to have it, probably be bringing in a new manager, potentially six or seven new players in replacement for Kane, There'll be a lot of work to do in Tottenham's preseason, which is going to be disrupted by the Euros, and Spurs have a lot of players playing at the Euros too. So yeah. it yeah, is well, going to yeah, be. You're not a, even going to have a preseason. That's the interesting yeah, thing. It's, it's you're not going to have a preseason, regardless. Yeah. It's going to be a shit show for Spurs because you don't yeah. have a new manager. The new manager needs to spend time with his squad, with Kane or without Kane. So if you yeah. Kane, realistically, it's been mentioned here already. Dogs already. He wants to leave. He wants to win things. So we know that's not a secret. We also know mm. that Pep Guardiola has had him on his wish list in the past. But they have just won the league without a striker. And they have signed uh, Torres, you know, and he hasn't had much part of it to play this season, but he did just score a hat-trick. And there's a reason why Pep signed a player like him. So they'll always, he'll always be tinkering, always finding a way. So then it's just whether or not they want to spend their money on a player like this going, we've just won the league without. And then the question yeah. starts going, Chelsea, yeah. Man United, if I really want to push on and kick on to the next gear and compete with the City, do we splash the cash to land this guy who's really, really going to help us evolve? And that's that's yeah. it's it's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out. Wonga, before we move on, you want to have your say on this too? No, no, I think I agree with you, Claudio. Um, in that sense, I think in this uh, in in the, the, the this economic uh, climate right now, I think everyone's going to be making. Uh, you can't just be buying Kane just because you want Kane. Um, you've got to look at the whole situation. I think if at Man United as well, I think the only reason someone would 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 buy not the only reason, but some. I mean, the 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 guys they are under pressure to. Um, to make a signing, a proper signing, you know, and they're going to probably sign him just for that sake, but not for the sake that, you know, they actually need him. True. Um, I, do, I don't doubt that Kane can do well in any team, um, but, a t- then, but a, a team like Man City will say, look, you'll be nice to have in the team, but do, um, uh, uh, looking at the economic climate, we just, we're in the Champions League final, like Claudia said, we're in the Champions League final, we've just won the 
the league do we spend 150 million on a on a on a striker to make a difference in our team? Does do we need that much of a difference? Really, could we could go look for another a better player for for half the price? Really, and I'm pretty sure you can if you look properly find uh, someone yeah. to replace or grow for half half the price. That uh, so that that's that's my opinion on it. Mm. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's uh, it's but that said, there's also an argument to say if City don't take him and they let United mm. take him, they'll kick themselves later. So it's, the, yeah, it's, it's, true. it's the Van Persie Van Persie situation again. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I think that's it's, it's going to be United rather than City. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be a, it's either way. It's going to be the yeah, the yeah. big transfer story of the summer. Um, I think I'm going to get yeah, sick yeah, of yeah. hearing it. So you know, get my opinion on it now, and then never talk to me about it again. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, no, that's funny actually, but that you mentioned that. Eh? That would be that's also another thing as well because yeah, Kane wants Kane wants to stay in the Premier League. So now the question is, who gets him first? That is yeah. just amazing. Yeah. It was like the Sorry race for the moon. Wonga, <laughs> Arjun's asking you, is uh, Leno leaving Arsenal or isn't he? Is he staying? Oof, oof, oof. Um, look, look at the current situation. Leno, Leno said, they said he, he said he wants to leave. Um, and if I'm looking at the way where, we, where we're going to finish, if, if things end up that we don't, and it's probably likely that, that oh. we don't end up in Europe, I don't think... I mean, Leno's a good keeper. He's, he's literally saving us many games. Um... <laughs> I don't think he stays um, if, if we're not making it. And then there was also talk, like Romain, there was also talk about Kanachaka leaving and then he said, no, he's not leaving. So <laughs> you see the difference, the caliber of players and the guys that want to stay, the guys that want to leave. So I yeah. think Leno leaves if, if, if we don't make it. So guys, I, I, sorry to interrupt, Wonga, but I can't tell if, if what has just happened in the game, because I'm not watching myself. Celo, <laughs> did Fulham score? Did someone miss? Or did somebody just spill a lasagna all down the front of their shirts? Because your reaction... No, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. Rashford made it uh, uh, like he, he, he had a great skill just outside the box. Uh, what's it called? An elastico that, you know... Uh, past the defender, and it was almost a penalty. Uh, it was just outside the box, so it's a free kick to to United, not a penalty. Good I guess, the lasagna you one. Guess with the lasagna because he said elastico. You know, the foot was moving like lasagna. <laughs> like if you did that whilst eating lasagna, you would definitely spill it, right? <laughs> this is yeah. This is madness. Madness. <laughs> lasagna. See what uh, Arjun is uh, asking there about. He's saying, well, he's saying that uh, he dates. He he doubts uh, Kane will celebrate. Like RVP did against Arsenal. <laughs> and you know what the funny thing about that, Arjun? I'll tell you, Arjun. Like, for me, RVP, maybe I don't know the full story. But from what I've seen at Arsenal fan, RVP was there at Arsenal. Um, he was there for, I can't remember how many years he was there. But for many years, he was injured. Um, he didn't, and he didn't start. You know, many clubs would have let go of a player like that, you know. But Wenger kept him, kept him. And the season he did finish, finished yeah, top goal The scorer. season he was split. Listen. <laughs> was the one that you yeah, listen. <laughs> No, but listen, <laughs> listen. So he, uh, no, 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 no. The season he was, the season uh, he was fit. Where he, he finished, yeah. at, he was, at, he was, at, it was, at, it was at Arsenal, and he, and he, I think he finished top goal scorer. You know. Oh, the season, and the season before he moved to United. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, no. And then, and he finished that season. He played. I think he played a full season that time. I think thirty something games. And for me, I was, uh, and I, I hear from his side that you know Arsenal, they, they didn't, um, they didn't look, um, they, they, they kind of weren't. Um, interested in him. That's what he said. They lost interest in him. Uh, but I mean, I, I was saying, I mean, look, a team that's kept you for that long, I mean, and, and, and the kind of players we had playing in front of him, like he had, I think he was the time that he was, Henri was in front of, in front of him. He played next to Adebayo and, and, and Wenger kept on keeping him there because he, I mean, obviously he believed in him. And 
the when he left now and he he came and he celebrated against Arsenal for whatever reason he did. Um, uh, you know, in some way, I caught it, kind of saw, thought it was like, you know, justified. But then I saw Mr. Ozil and the way he got let go of, at the club, you know, the way he stayed and the things that he did to him. And he still speaks good things about the club, you know. And I'm just thinking, uh, RVP, he's just... Um, rubbish. Ass, he, but also, like, I remember yeah, during that, that era, like, during that era every Arsenal f- player was injured. Like, you guys had the... I don't know what you guys used to do but on the training was, ground. Like, there was obviously some sort of Arsenal fight club for you guys long. just... Yeah, but no, didn't finish. But you remember, season, remember, Wenger was the first season. one. He transformed Arsenal in the beginning because he changed the methods and the th- methodologies in terms of how they were training and everything else. And obviously, there's less emphasis on the physicality side of the football mm. and more on the technical yeah. side. And they were True. technically superior. But when he took yeah, over at the time, good. when where they were successful, he had yeah. physical players that were yeah. used to the English training. And yeah. then it changed. Yeah. And then that's where these injuries started 100%. coming in. Um, but nonetheless, uh, we treated him well. Yeah, let's let's, let's, let's talk about let's talk about Claudio's goal. Uh, finally, guys, let's give him an opportunity. Okay, yeah, where's where's that uh, white stripe from? Do, one, one, no. do, 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 what do you mean one nil? No. There was more. The, the game didn't start at the ninetieth minute, Claudio. One nil, no, Claudio. It's only one nil no because this is the only goal I want to talk about. Do, 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 do. <laughs> now we're just gonna rewrite this. <laughs> 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 Come on, guys. This is the one. We might as well start from the back. You know, sometimes, you know, some people read the book. They read books from the ending to the front. This is where we're going to start yeah, off like at this moment. Evil people. Gonna, my man, people as who don't soon as that goal was scored, as soon as that yeah. goal was scored, everyone was celebrating, but I knew. I said, hey, bro, come Tuesday, we're going to hear this thing forever. I was like, yo. <laughs> yo, you just knew it. Who were you talking to? Who are you talking to? This guy was still, Claudio was talking, still talking about it. Guys, it's, it seemed like he had. It only registered yesterday that the goals happened. Like social media was just a buzz. Like you know him writing, writing it and everything. I was like, what the? Fl- I thought this happened on Saturday. This is like, did you find all the pictures now? Of, of can I just of, say of something? Though? This arc is actually ridiculous. Celo is actually ridiculous because when Liverpool have a moment <laughs> and anything gets said about Liverpool, it's like, oh, geez, you know, the goal line is very biased. No, oh, goal line is biased. <laughs> but, but they're in the news. They did something special. Why can't we talk about it? I don't understand it. I don't. Can Can someone explain that to me? No, I haven't heard. No? I haven't heard anything about Man United in the news, guys. And I've never seen it on goal lines TV. I'm still. I need to sign the petition. We need to sign the petition. We need to sign the petition. Any of you see his Allison's interview after the game? Any of you? No, I didn't. I just watched the goal, that's all. So, I mean, it was, it was pretty special. If you have time, go check it out. He, yeah. it, it was pretty, pretty emotional. He also mentions, obviously, first thing, yeah, as yeah. soon as he scores the goal, he goes back, he looks up, and you just know this is a special moment for the lad. Mm-hmm. And obviously, he speaks about his dad. Yeah. yeah, him celebrating with Thiago and, and Firmino, you know, like obviously I think, you know, he has a close bond with those guys and I could see the emotions and all that. I yeah. could just see that moment in time. It was just saying, you know, this is for you, Dad. I could I could see it. I didn't even have to watch a, a, a press conference after. I could just see in that moment that the tears was not about the goal, was about the fact that his dad had recently passed away and those close friends being hugging him the way they were hugging him. I just knew it meant so much more than just um, Liverpool being in the top four. Yeah, I Which think is true. that's something, something that we, we're going to probably end up hearing about after the fact with regards to this season. You know, we've all been locked down. The players have obviously had a certain amount of freedom, but they're still forced to be inside those bubbles. Yeah. So the players are probably closer now than they've ever been 
you know, the because normally when if 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 in a normal season Allison had lost his dad, he would have been given the time to go home and and properly grieve, and he would have come back when he was ready, and there would have been easy travel or whatever, and he would have been able to grieve and go through those moments with his family. Whereas this time around, he would have been leaning on his fellow players, and I think that's huge. Yep. And 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 it was true, like like you know, as much as we tease or whatever, Claudia, about the your reaction to the goal, you know, which is a little bit over the top. It was a last minute winner against an already relegated West Brom. Like, calm down, mate. Yep. But at the same so time, a goalkeeper, the first goalkeeper ever to score a goal. That wasn't a. That wasn't head. a. That, that was, his head. Uh, but but in the Premier League, for the the players on the field and and the squad and 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 even Klopp, that moment of release and that. You know, I was, was so a, disappointed. A throw, Sorry, was I'm so disappointed because what you were saying was so lovely, and you were getting somewhere. And there was <laughs> there was actual substance to what you were saying, and then but, you said what you said. No, but I'm just, keep going, keep but, going. But it's you know, it, on on it also reminds you of what Liverpool were. They were the mentality monsters, never give up. Da, 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 and that had fallen away for a large part of this season. But on that note, yeah. on that note of the mentality, and then to come monsters, back and do it, to come back and do it, it showed, and and it was it was clear that they'd that mental strength had remained and it was still there and they were, they were kind of showing it again. And that was huge. And it was clear on the reaction of the players and that's fantastic. And, and that is what football is about, you know, and, and I'm sure that the, sure, the fans the watching were just as emotional. Yeah. And, and, and that is cool. Obviously that, that's not going to stop us from teasing you, Claudio. Come that's on, also what football is about. Come on, stop boy. Come on. Fuck off. <laughs> Just talk about talk about the mentality monsters. Right, Liverpool guys. are the, the only club to have won 38 games now in the history of the Premier League to have scored a goal in 90 minutes plus. So just on that point that you're talking about mentality monsters throughout, this official 38 games, yeah, scoring stoppage time. So that's why we always believe. Liverpool fans always say our season is next season and we always believe until the last minute and that is why. That is one of the reasons. And also on this note, to go back yep. to your homework analogy about Chelsea having too much on the go, you th- you are the guys who sit there like just five minutes while you're standing in the line to go into class, quickly doing that homework. Like, come on, this is due yes, now. Sir. Yes, That's sir. It. That yeah. is was that was exactly that game. And I mean, it's so if it wasn't it for was... the last minute, you'd never get anything done. <laughs> no, one hundred percent. And maybe that's why I'm a Liverpool fan. That's exactly why. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just want to comment on this also. Money, I don't know if you guys see, there's a clip on YouTube going, I think Liverpool have put it out on their YouTube channel where it's got every angle of the Allison goal. There's a moment where they all come together and there's one angle that actually shows Money wiping his nose on the back of Philip's shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so he just goes, so he just they goes. all come in. Yeah, they all come in. No, they all come and celebrate. And he's like putting his head on Philip's back and then he goes, and then he looks at the season like, I don't want this to live anyone's skin. It. Oh, that was oh, hilarious when I saw it. But That's yeah, okay. Funny. But about the, about the game, I mean, it was a it was a classic Sam and I set up. They got the goal. What about the disallowed goal? Yeah, but that's I'm I'm trying to get into that. I mean, we oh, sorry, sorry. I, I suppose we started I suppose we started from the back, so we might as well go to the middle now. Yeah, so that goal was pretty interesting. <laughs> <laughs> the goal that Liverpool equalized. I mean, if you are a West Ham fan, you can feel somewhat aggrieved because of what had happened. For me, uh, Fabinho was running with the ball, the ref bumps into him, and obviously they call it back, and they actually give a foul for, for, oh, the, for damn it. Fabinho. They but it's in the middle Fulham of the scored. park. Fulham scored. Right? Fulham scored now. Yes, Fulham scored. Matthew, what you wanted, they scored. Come on, you Fuck. cottagers. Uh, can Come I just on. ask, when he scored the goal, was he holding and eating a lasagna? <laughs> uh, I think that was a yes. I think that was a yes. <laughs> 
Oh, he didn't have his bib on. Clearly, he didn't have his bib on. <laughs> anyway, so Fabinho, so Fabinho gets given this free kick, right? It's actually a drop ball is what it should be. Yeah. But the scenario is they're in the middle of the park. West Ham completely switch off because they see there's no danger here. West, so Brom. They let, West, Brom. West Brom. So they let this happen. No one testifies. No one says, no, no, this is not right. They continue. So the, the phase of play, there's still like four or five moments that happen afterwards. And to Mane's credit, he's, been, he's had a shocking season and it wasn't great in this game. But he wins the ball back. And and then, after all of that, uh, something else. Carry on, carry on, carry on, carry on. Okay. After all of that, Mane wins the ball back and Salah scores a beautiful goal, gets him back into the game. But then second mm. half obviously happens and we're just doing the same thing, same thing time and time again. And you look at it and you go, Man City, you know, they get faced with the same problem week in, week out. Difference yeah. is when they get to the final third, they don't just force it. The problem when you've got a player like Trent, he's a fantastic player, but the guy thinks he has to hit in a Beckham-esque sort of cross every damn time he goes down the wing. And sometimes that's just not good enough. And when you're looking, I don't know, I've been playing around in my head a little bit and I'm thinking and I'm going, you've got the likes of Mane, Salah and Bobby. Bobby, out of the three more technicals, meant to be the player that brings players into the game. And we meant to use the physicality of Salah's pace and Mane's pace in behind, right? When a team's sitting that deep, those guys don't make those movements. So we are then very reliant on the midfield to kind of make yeah. those runs. The second, third, fourth runs that City do. We don't do that. We play in front of the guys. And then we reliance on the fullbacks. And then Trent thinks, hey, Beckham cross every time, every time. And obviously, that's easier to defend. And that's the one thing that they need to work out. And they need to come up with in the 90th minute. But thankfully, we've got the Giants in the form of Allison, who managed to secure the win in the end. But it's just one of those scenarios where you're seeing this is exactly what we've seen the whole season. But in the end, the mentality monster sort of thing got us across the line. That was the difference. And yep. I've, I've, on that... Cloudy, I've heard that there's talk that um, Trent might not be making it into the England squad for the Euros. If if they leave him out, Likely. if they leave him out, would would you agree with that? Um, well, I, I would be happy for it if they did leave him out because I think it would piss him off and give him more like something to work towards the next season. But I wouldn't blame Gareth Southgate for doing that because of how England are from a psychological perspective. They've got modern players who are technically good enough to take on other sides, but they're going to tournaments with an old-school English mentality, going tournament football, if you keep it tight at the back and you keep a clean sheet, there's every chance of you progressing. And if you've got a Harry Kane, you can nick a goal, then you want to do that. So, And if you've got Trent there, you've got every chance of conceding because Trent is better going forward than he is defending. Also, yeah. let's, let's, let's also remember that Trent was a midfielder when he started out. An academy yeah. player, he was a midfielder. And that's yeah. why at every chance he gets, he's hitting a ball right across the field. He's bombing forward, trying to put in across again, like Beckham. That's, that's exactly. But defending one-on-one, I wouldn't back him. They're, they're stronger English right-backs. Yeah, I think... One I think best I think, defensive right-back in the country. I think definitely like Kieran Trippier and, and Walker. Mm. Um, and, and, yeah. and, and if they chose, choose a third one... Will probably be 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 Reece James, um, I think. Um, but but I think Trent should go with Trippier and Walker. Walker and Trippier obviously are the more experienced, thirty year olds, thirty one year olds, whatever. And then Trent is the one who's under twenty, who's twenty three, um, younger than twenty three. So if you look at him against Reece James, I think Trent just offers something different to Trippier and Walker. But Walker and Trippier have that solidity. So let's say you're chasing a goal. You you wanna I don't know you 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 losing and you wanna you wanna attack a bit more with your, with your right back and your right back is Walker at that time you put in Trent on 
or if you're playing three at the back, a three-five-two or whatever. Trent on the right, uh, Shaw on the left, or whoever you choose on the left, if whoever the left-sided person is, then you can you can you can have that Trent. I think Trent just needs to be in there if you pick three set, uh, right backs. That's if you pick three. Mm. If you're only but, picking two, then you must pick Walker and Trippier. And here's the thing, though: if you pick a Trent, you give yeah. yourself a problem as a manager because a Trent is a player who believes he needs to be starting week in, week out. And you don't want him disgruntled. You don't want him affecting the players. N- not saying he's going to go out there and be like, you know, this manager's a dickhead, what, what, what. I'm not saying he's going to do that. But you're going to feel the, the sort of, you know, his feeling of being disappointed, being left out. And it's going to affect the team morale. And if you're a manager, you actually, this whole Euros thing of taking extra players is actually a huge problem for a manager. You don't want extra players. You want your first 11 and you want your fringe players who are happy mm. just to be there and, you know, help out in the dying seconds. That's all you man, want. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. so France, from our, France, France have, have brought back Benzema uh, as con, it's, con, it's been confirmed. They are going to be Benzema, huge. Eh? Benzema's back. Benzema favorite. versus Giroud. F one F one F one versus a go kart. Um, you know they, <laughs> they've had that battle. You know because Benzema calls himself the F one and says Giroud is the go kart. So yeah, so it's back. The battle is on. Well, well here's the thing though: Giroud's just not playing, and then you've got Benzema who's scoring. There's no ways that could been not call him back. There's yeah. just no ways. True, they had to call him back. Yeah. He's been hot. He's been he's been yeah. the best striker in the Liga. Um, and he's been banging the goals and he's been holding he's been literally carrying uh, Real Madrid. But yeah, I think Trent uh, it's an interesting one. We'll see when England does announce their team. I think Gareth Southgate's got a lot of decisions to make. You know, we've we've discussed the the Fodens, the Mounts, the Grealishes and all those mm-hmm. other guys, the you know, the the Greenwood does Greenwood now come because he's on form. So it's it's a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. And Dombele's not in. Dombele's not in, but Sissoko's in. Um, yeah. See, there's another yeah. one that, that he, he's just going on the guys that he, that he that he trusts, I guess, which is mm-hmm. Sissoko. I like the admin over here. Trent has a young bull mindset. I agree with that. Uh, Wonga, we just want to talk about Arsenal here. Crystal Palace versus Arsenal. We might Look, Man United's playing Fulham as we speak. You know, I suppose they're going to play. But the Crystal Palace versus Arsenal game is an interesting one to cover, largely because Roy Hodgson has come out What's been said, I don't know if he's come out saying it, but he's not going to be at Crystal Palace next season. We know there's talks to, of Frank. He needs to retire, yeah. No, well, 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 let's just slow it down here. You, you're missing where I'm leading up to this. We've got, obviously, Lampard coming into this Crystal Palace job, which is the most likely. But now, Arsenal and Newcastle have the chance to fight over Roy Hodgson. <laughs> <laughs> Love That's like you at Liverpool. I had to endure him for a season at Liverpool. Why can't you endure him at Arsenal? That's what I'm saying. Although, I think we can't <laughs> burn down if that happened. Would he be worse than Arteta? I mean, look, Terrible. for all the, for all the stick he gets as an older guy and that, he's actually done a pretty good job building a solid Palace side there. You know, look at their performance yeah. the other day. Um, on the weekend, they came from behind, they won 3-2. They, they've, they've got a, he's built there a really smart side. They're, they're, obviously, he's blessed with some amazing players. Eze and Zaha and, and Benteke's having an amazing season. But that said, the, he's unlocked a, a really good combination there. And, and we forget, it wasn't that long ago that everyone kept saying, oh, Palace is a one-man side. If there wasn't Zaha, they'd yeah. be nowhere, da-da-da. And now there's a really good balance to the squad. And I think we've got to give credit to Roy Hodgson for reinventing that and reinventing himself quite a lot. Um, so I think, you know, jokes aside, if he went to Arsenal, would they do worse than they are now? I don't know. I think they might do a bit better. I think he'd I mean, go well, there. You'd make sure they stay mid-table, that's for sure. That's one thing he's good at. Yeah, so at least yeah. you wouldn't get relegated. I think mid-table is... <laughs> Is maybe ambitious? I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> it's, not, it's, not, it's not anything that 
But what happened there? You scared him. Oh, he froze again. No, because, you know, we put him in the kitchen now. It's getting hot. His internet just knows. <laughs> we need to get him an internet cable for this. Um, but yeah, from from the Arsenal perspective, I think it's a it's a, it's a tough time to be an Arsenal fan. Uh, we all know this, but I think moving forward next season's going. Oh, yes, he's back, Wonga. Yes. Oh, come on, Riff. Nah, look, like like you were saying, Claudio, it is a tough time to be an Arsenal fan. But I mean, uh, jokes aside, I mean, Crystal Palace is a yeah. I think at, at times they pose. That's the problem with them. They pose a threat. Time they got the players. To beat Arsenal, um, yeah, but they do have the players. They, they do have the definitely have the players to beat Arsenal. Um, and now they've just lost. Uh, I mean, they've just won. A, they're coming off a win now um, um, on the weekend, and uh, I think they scored like, what three goals. And that's the thing about the thing. Oh, you're changing now? it. Jeez, I thought I froze again. Oh, geez. no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I froze again. Uh, but. Yeah, look, I think Arsenal, we, we need the win. Um, but like I always say this, we need the win. And then they come the weekend, we, we lose. Um, it only looks like our are only interested in beating top six if it comes to it. Um, but I think Arsenal, for me, even with this result, I, we lose or we win for me. For me, if we lose or we win, wouldn't wouldn't make a difference to me. I can't lie to you. I would... Mm-hmm. But you guys, best to, think, you guys need to get closer to the top seven, man. I think uh, if you guys just if they get, out, you know? You know, it, it's it's gonna look. It, it's dependent on the other teams ahead of us. Um, and I look at, I'm looking at Leeds. I'm looking at Everton, West Ham, Tottenham, Liverpool. Do you, do 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 that? Do we honestly think that they're going to be dropping points um, <laughs> uh, come, uh, during during the, the next couple of matches? I think Arsenal do have the easier games, but um, on paper we have the easier games. But looking at the, what we've done with these so-called easier games throughout the season. Um, possibly we lose one. Uh, we lose one of those games. Um, yeah. But we, yeah, we we've got many problems. I mean, look, we've got Granite Shaka. They said the funny thing is Granite Shaka. Um, he he he. There were rumors that he was going to leave and go back to to, to Germany, but uh, he's come out saying no. That's not true. <laughs> kind of sad is me. No, I, <laughs> feel, yeah, I, feel, <laughs> I feel bad for you because he's going to stay there until he walks out free. Until no one he put, I reckon he put that rumor out there to see how many German clubs would call him up and be like, hey, we're waiting for you. And then the phone didn't ring. So he was like, no, 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 I'm staying. I'm staying. <laughs> <laughs> and then we also have, I think with Fudegard as well, he's also on the, on the uh, they've been asking him uh, if he wants to stay or not. And apparently he's being coy with his replies on, on, on whether he's going to be staying or not. I'd, saying, also, I'd also be coy. It's like I'm, 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 I'm loving Arsenal, um, but it's all yeah. up to Madrid um, <laughs> if, I, if I can stay another season. So he knows. That, you know what, Arsenal, Arsenal, the girl on the side that he's just entertained, and you know, he's, there's always been that number one, you know, the one that he wants to go back to. And now they're asking, you know, are we, are we a thing now? Are we a thing? And he's just like, mm, yeah. So like, <laughs> so for me, the Facebook status, but he's like, no, 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 not yet, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, so I think for me, I'm just uh, that's that's where my head is at at the moment. I don't think we're gonna make uh, it. It's mathematically it's possible to Europe, yeah. uh, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think we're gonna make it to Europe. And I think we need a season where we probably out. not, uh, you know, we're out. But at the same time, you know, when you when you when you're building, you need the right people to build. Um, your team, you know, and if you've got 
the wrong people. That that period of bullying can be it can be <laughs> it can end up uh, fatal for us. You know, we can <laughs> end up close relegation if we don't get the right people. I mean, we got our, our, our ready our guys who want our our crooked outs, but they they insistent and they've been there for a long time. I think more than uh, what definitely more than uh, seven eight years they've been there um, in the club. You know, and now they want like when Spotify these guys were from Spotify came in. They said, um, they, they've obviously the reply to them was that, look, we, well, the reply to everyone was that, no, we're here and we have long-term goals for Arsenal. But I mean, geez, this is, it's been already been a long term and this is what we've actually just gone down. So mm. what, 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 what's going to change? I mean, if you're going to change anything, because in Krunke, he, he never, or he never used to have the, I mean, shows you how much Wenger was doing for that club. Because no, he was a man. He was a man driving the club in all aspects of of yeah. it, its operations, but and they let him. They let him to his like it, go yeah. to his own devices, and he kept but, you guys in the top four, and that wasn't enough. But to think about it, Claudio, he also, if you think about it, Wenger was there, yes, but um, with them, with with Wenger, there's also the period where they went down, and then I think that was also the same time when Kruka actually ended up taking up all the shares um, for the club, you know. And now we're going down. And now he wants to stay for longer, you know. And he, he by, I mean, by right, he has, he, you can't chase him away. You know? Well, maybe we can, but. So, Wonga, I just want to say this. I want to say this. So, do you Arsenal finish in, in a European place this season? Yes or no? No. 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 Okay. No, like next said, season, no. next season, what are your realistic aspirations? Oof. Look, I can only judge that by what happens, what movement we see in the summer. And the way the guys are playing, um, because okay. but how much yeah, can you really I can't just say. I mean, yeah, how much can you really can change? change? Can you? Well, are you going to change you managers? Do you think? Do you think you guys are going to change managers? Liverpool didn't go from tenth to winning the league, though. Yeah, they yeah, gradual, no, but, yeah, your change is gradual. Yeah, yeah, there's a gradual, well, and, and how much that is going to come if you if you if if Arteta's still there, your vast majority of your players are still going to be there. Might be one or two big signings, maybe. I realistically, and, and I, I ask not because I'm mocking you that much. Like it's, I suppose we're in a similar situation where realistically, what can we hope if we, you know, if we realistically, you're looking at two or three places either way, up or down, probably over the course of the yeah. season. And that's, and the, the scary thing would be to go down because then in two seasons time, you're in a relegation scrap. But the, the challenge is how much can you really change? And do we have the right, both in both Spurs and Arsenal, do you have the right people making the decisions? That are going to get yeah. you move you on the right direction in that path, and I think it's a it's a tough one. So as much as I agree, there's certain things we can only know. I mean, Spurs are in the same situation. What's going to happen to Kane? Who's going to be the manager? There's a lot of unknowns. But at the same time, how much would it take to change for there to be for you to be able to come in? Like, how much would have to happen for you to arrive here on the first show of next season and go Arsenal are doing top four this season? Like, you'd need probably a different manager and about six signings. I think Jacko would have to just agree to just be the Gunnosaurus and not play. At the start, this man had so much confidence. You know, we're like, no part, what? No party, what, what? Party, party, party. Party time. Party time. Party time. That's the I'd, like I say, if, whole, I played, if I played, if I played in the same it. team as Pate, I would never get sick of that joke. I would do it every time he came in. Every morning, like, every morning, he would be so sick of me. He would convince the club to sell me just so that he didn't have to deal with it. Could you imagine if you're Lingard? <laughs> Lingard would do it. We're like, hey, Pate, that's Lingard's <laughs> vibe, bro. That is his vibe. <laughs> 
We should find hey. out where he lives and just drive past his house doing that. Like, I bet yeah. he'll love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, uh, to wrap up, we're going to talk about today. Today, something significant happened, and it was a huge indication as to how the scale of the world fan base is tipped. And it was the induction of Cantona and Keane. Two Man United players consecutive. There are only six players that are being added to this Hall of Fame that were no. done through votes of the fans. And these are the first two players added. Two consecutive Man United players. Which again shows you the force of United fandom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also, uh, it, it, but, but, I mean, that, also, that also implies that these guys don't necessarily deserve it. I think a lot I'm of not saying that entirely. fans, no, he's, not saying a lot of non-United fans would vote for these two. He's, he's implying I mean, I voted that, for one of them. He's implying that Man United, Man United players don't deserve it when Man United have won the most. When Man United players have won the most Premier League. No, you're questioning. You're questioning. You're saying I wasn't that questioning the, it. No, but you're saying that that it shows that the fan <laughs> power of Man United right now. That's what you. That's what you said, but I, right? But no, oh, I'm man. saying it's still there. One hundred percent. But what I'm saying is, say, out of the twenty-three men list, but out of this list, out of this twenty-three men, two consecutive, two consecutive Man United players, two. You because they they did a mistake, but they didn't made a mistake by not including a Man United player. They should have done the first three. Should have been um, Shira, uh, Terry, and uh, what's it, Terry Henry, and a, and a Man United player. Because Man but now United you sound like all successful. these Premier League refs that make a mistake and they try and make up for it somewhere. It's, no, it's, not, listen, it's not. That's listen, not what it is. No, all I'm saying no, is there are a lot of Man United fans but, in the world. But they should be happy about that. But and I'm not saying they're not deserving. deserving. I'm not saying they're not. I voted for one of them. I said Cantona to be on Greatest Premier League captain. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm not saying you shouldn't, but what I'm saying is there are other are players, you? yeah, that could have been mentioned as well. Oh, Why right, okay. two United That's players? the nature you're, of how this works, Claudio. We can't, the Hall of Fame doesn't let's list every single player all at once. There has to be uh, a, an order to it. And these guys came out on top. Can I just say that in the week where the FA Cup final happened between Leicester and Chelsea, in the week where Harry Kane announced he'd like to leave Spurs, in our show, we've had two separate instances where Liverpool and Man United have had screaming arguments about nonsense. (laughs) 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 Arguing over goal of the season between a header and a little dink. And now arguing over <laughs> the unfairness yeah, of voting yeah, the, for favorite players. The game, the game ended one 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 against against uh, Fulham. I'm, so I'm when out, we talk guys. about the bias of the show, I'd like to put my hand up. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> okay, but but if we okay, all right, no, fair enough. We touched on the Leicester winning the FA Cup, and 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 okay, but we're gonna talk about Cantona Keane. Keen, sorry, Keen. Cantona Keane. Obviously. You know, these are two really good players. They've done a lot for their club, obviously. Um, well, why are they? But, gentlemen. But, but yep, yep. They've also no, no, done no. a lot for the Premier League. And I think that's the point. The point that's of the, the, the Hall of Fame yeah. is, is that Cantona was kind of that first superstar. The, he was the first, of, and the first foreign superstar. He was the first yeah. non English kind of worldwide known. And, and he was known for so much. Obviously, his football was incredible. His persona was very, he was charismatic and, and, and impressive yeah. and, and arrogant and fun. And, and in many ways, Keane was slightly later, very, a slightly different mold. But again, that uh, same kind of, the, there was more to him than just the football. And I think the, the challenge we're at now is that it's so early. The, the, the Hall of Fame only just launched. 
So it's so early that inevitably people are seeing, whenever they put one new player in, people are going, oh, but what about these other 700 guys? Over time, that will diminish. No, there's just another time, 23. No, no, that's, everyone's going to just go, they're not going to live in it at 23 forever. Like, let's be no. honest. They're going to make a lot Very of money true. off of this. They'll, they'll eventually make it a much bigger Hall of Fame. The Hall will get bigger. Yeah. It's just social distanced for now. Okay. Like, <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think that's the point. What we're seeing is... They should have a virtual are... Hall of Fame hall, though. You should be able to go onto the websites and, like, take you through. They should uh, do But that. they should actually that's have good. a digital avatar of every player so you can have conversations with them whilst you're in there. Imagine. So, like, and Roy Keane <laughs> just stands there and never answers a question, just looks at you like... Mm-mm. No, get, get back <laughs> to the <laughs> man. Treat time. They won't treat oh, time. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like that's anyway. But uh, that's, uh, I think that's part of the challenge we're in now is that it's, it's, we're, we're looking at it. A lot of people are debating it in the wrong way and they're saying, but what about other players? Why are we including him and not him? And actually, yeah. what we've got to understand is like him or, or, or not like him as a, an individual, these players did immense amounts for football oh, for the Premier League and achieved lots. Yeah. And I think in that case, they're both hugely deserving. And no, they're both I, fantastic I, characters. I do agree. And that I think, and I think, and I think, as you put it, you know, I mean, I think if you look at it, for instance, like the fact that uh, um, Thierry Henry is, 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 I think, arguably the greatest uh, foreign player to play in the Premier League. Um, then you've got Shearer, which is who's the leading goal scorer in the Premier League. And then now you've got Cantona, who's one of the earlier superstars um, of the Premier League. And then you've got Keane, who's arguably the, the greatest captain. And then I think now what what the next guys that are going to come through are you know you might you might find might be the greatest um, what's his greatest uh, English player in the Premier League you know whoever that is you know um, you know I think it will be those kind of players that that there is something to them than just um, you know them as players and as you said uh, uh, Matt is that they've actually influenced the Premier League. And yeah. actually got it to where it is to be this global brand, you know. So yeah. I think definitely the names that are going to come up are going to be, you know, you know, guys who've, who've I, actually contributed a lot. I think also we are probably somewhat sadly for the rest of us, it is going to skew United's way because for the vast majority of the Premier League history, and bear in mind a lot of these players are being drawn from the past. Yeah, you know, but that's natural, right? And yeah. during that era, the United won all the time. So it's going yeah. to be, there, there are going to be probably a lot more United players than, than than other clubs, which it is what it is. And that's a reflection of, of what the Premier League looked like for a long time. I think if they were to do another one of these in the next five, six years, or 10 years Chelsea. from now, when a lot of this generation have, have retired, you'd see a lot City. more of the likes of Terry and, and Aguero. And those guys. Yeah. yeah there. So it, you've got to also understand these things for what they are. Um, and also, it's all just a massive publicity thing to, to have something to do during during the, the era of lockdown. So, you know, just, it keeps us busy and it stops us complaining about the ESL. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think all I wanted to say is that who's the next – well, two things, firstly. Thanks for, yeah. Also, when, when you're looking, yeah, who do you think the next one's going to be added to this list? But then the other thing is I also want to show you how skewed football is in terms of how we go about praising footballers. Because on this list, there's one goalkeeper. And again, out of the four, the top four that have been mentioned, not one defender. And I understand like goals and assists and everything else get the glory. That's just how it is. But you've got these guys that were hugely immense for their sides. Maybe, maybe they, they're going to balance it out and the next person being nominated is going to be a defender or goalkeeper. But like I said, the only goalkeeper is Peter Schmeichel, which then would mean another Man United player. So, and I wouldn't no, put I it think, past no, I think, I think we should. I think, I think we should put, uh, okay, no, already we've got an Arsenal player. Um, ish, ish, it's, is it too early? Is it is it too no, early to bring? Is, 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 is it too early to bring in? 
No, I'm. No, I was thinking. I was thinking. Now you trying to take away one thing no, that's going right for Arsenal. I was trying to bring in. I was trying to bring in Tony. I was trying to bring in uh, either like a a Dennis Bergkamp or or a Tony or Adams. Uh, Tony yes. Adams. Is Tony Adams on the list? Is Tony Adams on the list? Yeah, it is. But, yeah, I mean, I think, I these things always go the way of strikers and stuff. You know, the Ballon yeah, d'Or, it's only ever been won by one defender or two defenders or whatever. And yeah, it's, true. It is always... because And, and you look, know, we, we're all guilty of it. When you were kids, how many of you had defenders on the back of your shirt when you were growing up? It's just... It's not the part of the game. How how emotional did you yeah. get for Alisson's goal? How many not times really. have you got that emotional for a save he's made? And he does those every week. So, you know, it's, it is it is the on nature of how we react to the game. I mean, Schmeichel kept his side in the FA Cup this week, and if it wasn't for him, it would have been a different result. Yep. So yep. that is—it's a huge for like father, like son, I suppose. Okay, but let's say because we've got to go, we've got seven minutes left on the show, gentlemen. Next player to be nominated, who do you think it is? I haven't seen the full list of nominees. I, I think Vieira. Yeah, I'm thinking, yeah. but I wanted to bring in the Chelsea player, but maybe Ishman, the Chelsea player. Ah, for what? I think I think if bring a Terry for what? I think, I think then we can bring in Terry now, bro. Let's bring in Terry. Let's bring in John Terry. I think let's bring in John Terry to bring in a defender. Uh, I'm not saying he's the greatest uh, of all time, but I'm just saying uh, a defensive player would be great now. Uh, and I think John Terry was should be the guy. Patrick Vieira. John Terry. Yeah. You guys in Are you saying John Terry? Patrick Vieira. Yeah. Even Dennis no. Burkamp, goodness me. Didn't they really put in there already? What was it mean? No, Dennis Burkamp, not yet. I think one of those. Did you vote for Did you vote for any of I don't know. I'd love to see Matt Letizia. I'd love to see Matt Letizia get in. Yeah, I Just because he, can... he represents a certain oh, yeah, true. of football. You know, he, he was him? a one-club man. He, he stayed yeah. with the clubs that didn't really do a lot while he was there. But, he, I mean, he scored 100 Premier League goals. He was a real flair player. Um you know, dribbling players and, and creating chances for others. He was such a fun player True. to watch. And yeah. he kind of represented a part of the Premier League that it came to be represented by now. Like now when we talk about the Premier League, we talk about those kind of, that excitement and that. But that wasn't always what English football was about. You know, the old first mm. of days, it was a, a bit far more of a slog. So I think it was, I think he'd be a good shout for it. You're right. Actually, I forgot about him. Yeah. Uh, That's actually, now that you put, yeah. yeah. Big respect yeah. to that man. Yeah. Matt Letizia, yeah. definitely, yeah. Then, then yeah, Patrick Pierre well, of tennis program. <laughs> <laughs> Did you vote though, Wonga? Did you vote at all? No, I didn't. I didn't know who well, you then, vote. How are these guys going to be on there if you didn't vote? It was the open I think there's other fan Arsenal fans. fans. There's at least three more. I know that. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know who to vote. <laughs> no, it was open. Okay, but look, Matt, you put a convincing argument. I think Matt Letizia. Yeah, for all of you watching, a... please go vote for Matt Letiz. Um, and and when he wins it, I expect to shout out in his thank you speech. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. I suppose that's it. Yeah. So so Wonga. Okay. So you got to pick four. Let's say pick four now, because Wonga's already picked. He's picked Matt Letizia because there's there's six from okay. the fans sort of perspective. Wonga's gone, Matt Letizia is gone, Dennis Burkamp, and you've gone, Vieira. Who's your last one, yes. Wonga? Um, yo, yo, yo. I'm surprised yo. you don't put that him is, on there. Yeah, right. It is rough. It is rough. Um, yes, it's Claudio. Enough, yo. Um, you know what I'm going to do to balance this out? Eh? You guys know what I'm going to do to balance all of this out. I would say Steven Gerrard can't lie. He has to be there. Oh, one man for the win. 
Yes, Fonz. He has to be in there. He has to. If fans aren't voting for this guy, they're just sick. They're just jealous and sick. That's what they are. Sick in the head. Anyway, Matt. Okay, you got three more. I've got three more. So I've said Matt Letizio. Yep. Um, you missed Fiora. Les, Les, Les Ferdinand. I'll go Les Ferdinand. I love Les that Ferdinand. He, he had an eye for goal. Spent some time at Spurs. You're he not going to go with of, the former Spurs player. Who's that guy? I've never heard of him before. <laughs> <laughs> That doesn't look familiar to me. Is that, is that, you say that, is it soul or soul? I just <laughs> Sucks anyway. your soul, maybe. I don't no, know. No, no, I couldn't vote for someone I don't know. So, uh, no, I'll go Les <laughs> and Matt Letizio. Um, I, Robbie Fowler. I've always liked this oh, striker. good man. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, Robbie Fowler oh, was fun so. to watch. Robbie Fowler, and, remember, uh, and he had, think, for a long time, he had the fastest hat trick to his name. Yeah. So, I mean, he also, when you're talking about adding to the, the history of the Premier League, he's one of those, and his famous celebration of sniffing the line as if he was yeah. doing cocaine. That's yeah. one of those things that's up there. So, yeah. and, uh, and then I think I'd go Peter Schmeichel just because of what he represented. He was just, every game he was in, he was the largest man on the field. You know, days when United weren't playing well, he could stand up and just, he'd galvanize the entire side. And it, his love for the club remained. You know, he's just... Uh, Solid goalkeeper. I think he'd, he'd he'd make a lot of make a lot of sense. He'd have to be a nominee, surely. So yeah, those would be my four. I think that's all a good right. good shot for four there. Um, you guys know what I'm going to do for number one. You all know it's got to be him, yeah. Steven Gerrard. It's got to mm-hmm. be Steven Gerrard. Matt Letizia definitely on my other list because of what you guys said. Valid valid arguments. And then obviously I can't leave out this guy. Robbie Fowler's yeah. got to be there. And then no, one last put- one. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and then. It's got to be Dennis Burkamp, guys. Oh, for me, what this guy did. Also, check this out from a quick view perspective. Look what he did. For me, it wasn't only the goals that he did. Look, 315 appearances, 87 goals, the assists that he created. So we talk about Henri being one of the first names in this Hall of Fame, but 94 assists. Think about the influence he had on Henri's career. Unbelievable. Dennis Burkamp. I think he even, Henri mentioned it. Um, I think he said all the players, most of the players he play around, and I think he mentioned... Oh, I'm not wrong. It was Dino Burkham or Perez, but he said, he said that they, they were um, the most unselfish players that he's played around. Um, they said that literally they, they found joy in giving giving you the goal. You know, that's what mm. he was saying about them. So yeah, I'm not yeah. Surprised. I'm surprised. Uh, he was, he was, he was a. I mean, and also the way he created the chances as well. Yeah, he had such ridiculous. vision. He was such an intelligent footballer, but I couldn't possibly vote for him. <laughs> and on that note gentlemen thank you very much for joining us today whoever's on the line from Aljun to Lelo to the others that were there I didn't see many other comments there but gentlemen thank you very much Wonga Matt enjoy your evening and remember to you. if you don't know what to be do cool. yay gentlemen uh, <laughs> <laughs> we are nailing that well done awesome oh, now I've ruined it okay bye everyone <laughs>